the power of his resurrection by mrs pen lewis that i may know him and the power of his resurrection philippians 3:10 not know about him but know him and the power of his resurrection the exceeding greatness of the power which the father wrought in christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places ephesians 1:20 that power which will raise us up together and make us sit together with him ephesians 2:16 that power which will lift us far above all and make us more than conquerors in him is the cry in our hearts for this knowledge deep enough to make us count all things lost for it before attempting to reply to this question let us first see what paul had in his life to count loss how much that looked of lawful and good yet which in the sight above the brightness of the sun became to yet which in the light above the brightness of the sun became to him as refuse verse 8 it is not sin as we count sin that paul had to surrender but all that ministered to his own righteousness In verses 4 to 6 he sums it up his resting in religious ordinances his position and high birth his denomination and his religious prejudices his zeal for god and his blameless life all these were gained to him and secretly there may have been a god i thank thee i am not as other men are we may have parted with our own righteousness as far as salvation and even sanctification is concerned but there is a danger of appropriating to ourselves the work of god in us which produces a consecrated self and a subtle resting in our attainments my righteousness i hold fast and will not let it go cried job until the revelation of god brought self abhorrence it is all this that we too must surrender if we are to know the fullest power of the resurrection all past experiences all our reputation for holiness all that is gained to me counted loss for christ verse 7 paul did suffer the loss of all verse 8 he found himself the offscouring of all things 1 corinthians 4 the 4 18 is a uh, strong religious views and denominational prejudices were swept away neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything galatians 6:15 instead of priding himself on his blameless life he now felt himself to be the chief of sinners 1 timothy 1:15 his fleshly energy and zeal gave place to god who worked in him mightily not fit to be an apostle was ever his self estimation what passion had taken possession of him what caused this revolution in his inner life that revelation of christ on the road to damascus the sight of that divine face had made his soul a furnace of intense desire to win christ in his deepest fullness he could say christ jesus my lord for he possessed christ and christ possessed him but now his cry was that he might be wholly effaced hidden lost sight of in the glorious son of god 
that I may win Christ and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own Philippians 3:9 that I may know him and the power of his resurrection Philippians 3:10 this now summed up Paul's supreme desire all earthly wisdom gained at the feet of Gamaliel seemed but as foolishness Paul had caught sight of a divine science the science of the knowledge of the infinite god that eclipsed other sciences all loss for the excellency of the knowledge of christ he said but knowledge without life is fruitless our practical need is not only to know but to experience the power of the resurrection the energizing power of the risen life of christ can only be realized as we share in his death I have been crucified with Christ precedes Christ lives in me Galatians 2:20 Death union with Christ was an accomplished fact in Paul's experience when he cried that I may know him and the power of his resurrection Know you not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death was his question to the Romans Romans 6:3 The world has been crucified to me and I to the world Galatians 6:14 His statement to the Galatians not living in the world Colossians 2:20 His unwavering attitude towards it with no uncertain sound did Paul affirm his death with Christ the ever increasing knowledge of the power of his resurrection was the sequel of this established fact On this foundation the working of the risen life within us will develop into greater fullness day by day and all that the resurrection means will take eternity to unfold it is just here that so many make a mistake we must remember that death is but the negative side why do so few of us pass on to the resurrection side of the cross and live in the power of his endless life for if we are willing to count all things loss and to recognize god's sentence of death upon all that we are and have second corinthians 1:9 then he simply bids us take the place that paul did and maintain the unswerving attitude i have died looking to the risen lord to manifest the power of his resurrection in us day by day Our perplexity comes from the old elementary difficulty of feelings we measure god's fact by our experience of it rather than resting upon god's fact in his written word and expecting him to prove it in his own time and way we also have a wrong conception of the death that god works in us for it is not a death that means turning us into stone a callousness of feeling it is rather it is known rather by a deep calmness in god and an utter absence of all self-seeking self-sensitiveness and resentment under injury though we weep as christ wept not for ourselves as injured but for those who injure us and pray as he prayed father forgive them for they know not what they do following the power of his resurrection we see the way the knowledge of christ is experimentally gained This is by his life within us taking us into the fellowship of his sufferings 
His risen life gives power to suffer and endure as he endured. His life on earth was the life of a lamb led to the slaughter. Before we become united with him in his death, it seems that most of the suffering is directed towards the destruction of the self-life, the suffering that is involved in counting loss, that which may be as precious as our right hand. The power of his resurrection precedes real fellowship with the sufferings of Christ, for the flesh is incapable of it. The flesh suffers for itself, the new life suffers for others, without one thought of itself. We can only grow in the knowledge of Christ as he thus leads us on in the pathway of the Lamb. The knowledge of him is furthermore manifested in an ever-deepening conformity to his death. Philippians 3.10 To be conformed to the image of his son, Romans 8.29, does not mean molding the old life to the likeness of Christ, but having yielded the old to the cross, having died with Christ, the power of his resurrection life is now free to work in us, free to lead us on into fellowship with his sufferings and to work into the very fibers of our being. The life and disposition of the Lamb, Christ Jesus, conforming to his death. As we thus rest upon the foundation fact of our death with Christ and on the resurrection side of the cross, we yield continually in implicit obedience and simple faith to the effectual working of his risen life within us. We find that as we have been planted in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Whatever Paul may have had in his mind in verse 11, at least we see that by any means was his determination. And then comes what may be described as the only safe attitude in the spiritual life, briefly expressed in, I have not gained all there is to gain. Let us gather up his expressions. I follow after, verse 12, this one thing I do, verse 13, forgetting things behind, verse 13, stretching forward, verse 13, I press towards, verse 14, as if he would say, I cannot take a glass, glance behind. I stretch forward eagerly to lay hold of all for which Christ has laid hold of me. It is never safe to slacken this eager stretching forth, never safe to rest on past blessings, never safe to sit down and count up our spiritual riches. With all the revelations of the Lord, 2 Corinthians 12.1, Paul says, I count not myself to have apprehended that vision of Christ on the way to Damascus, that death with Christ which ended Saul the Pharisee, that day when he was filled with the Holy Spirit was only the beginning of the real life in God. On the resurrection side of the cross, Paul saw an ever-widening vista and cried that I may know him and the power of his resurrection.